Brooke, I don't know about you, but when I hear that somebody has written their memoirs, there's an assumption that the person is older and has been around the block a few times. Yeah, honestly, should we just write our memoirs now? Somebody told us to do it and we ignored them. And I maybe know. we're idiots. They were right. <laughs> but even though she's only 33, apparently Julia Fox has lived enough to fill up a book and she's doing just that. She's written a book called Down the Drain, and it just dropped yesterday. And shocker, it's already creating a little bit or quite a bit of a buzz. So the book is full of personal stories, including some from when she dated Kanye, of course. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. she's already led like a life and a half at this point. She's been through a lot. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And only 33. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. What's going to happen in the next 33? <laughs> I know. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin. It's Wednesday, October 11th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. Would you, because everyone's like, would you consider yourself Ye's muse? Yeah, a little, maybe. What is a muse? I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jazz. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like things like right. that. Oh, man. <laughs> so Such classic. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Richie's that was Julia Fox on Alex Cooper's podcast, Call Her Daddy, last year. That clip went viral because it gave us the classic Uncut Jams, which, <laughs> which is her referring to her role in the 2019 Safdie Brothers film Uncut Gems, the movie <laughs> she starred in with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And it's also the movie where she was Josh Safdie's muse. Yeah. So... Since then, <laughs> Julia's become known more for her public persona and her penchant for dropping these viral quotable nuggets in interviews and yeah. also making some very wild fashion choices on and off the red carpet. Yes. Sometimes just walking the streets of New York City. Truly, yeah. <laughs> um, and on top of all this, we can't forget the two fever dream months last year when she <laughs> dated Kanye. <laughs> so now at the ripe old age of 33, we're getting her memoir called Down the Drain. So in her book, Julia, of course, opens up about her time with Kanye, but she never actually mentions him by name. Mm -hmm. She just refers to him as the artist. 
wouldn't be my choice. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting choice for yeah. sure. Dumbass, yeah. shithead. There's plenty of others that could have worked, you know? It's such intrigue. It makes me think of Sex in the City, how they only called him oh, Big. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, yeah. just use their name. I but know. Okay. Um, she says that their relationship started after they were put in touch by a mutual friend and then things happened quickly and intensely. And she says in the book that Kanye's team sent her an NDA when they first started dating, but she never signed it. And, you know, obviously she got a lot of interesting stories, (laughs) I know, from their time dating. So there was one incident in Kanye's hotel suite where he wanted Julia to try on this like slinky top, but she told him she didn't think it would fit without a bra. So according to Julia, Kanye was like, I'll get you a boob job if you want. And it's like, if she wants or do you want it? You know, you gotta wonder. I... I'm probably, I know I'm so in the minority here, Uh but this exchange, I know, seems like, and maybe I'm just so jaded and immune now to Kanye's antics because they're just out of control, but this seems like, of course, this is what he said. Like, it doesn't seem like it's that newsworthy. Like, it's like, it just seems like such a, like, very rich person I don't follow the same rules as everyone else type of a response where it's like, the shirt doesn't fit. Fine, we'll get you new boobs. Like, that just seems like a classic response that it's like, are we surprised? Why is this news? Because I've been seeing that like headline everywhere. And I'm like, of course he said that. It's not surprising, but mixed with everything else and like the claims that he basically controls the people he's dating, I think just like filtered through that. It's like, well, of course, this is another thing. Kanye trying to build his perfect woman, quote unquote. So Julia also talks about the time that Kanye gave her and her friends their own Birkin bags for Julia's birthday. I think we talked about that on this show. yeah, Pretty we've viral. talked about it on the show, or you and me, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, we've definitely talked about it. According to Julia, he made her and her friends recreate the moment that they received the bags over and over again for a photographer, which is like, dude, just stop. You are such I mean, a dick. I feel like I'm being a Kanye apologist because it's like everyone on social media is already doing that. Why is that surprising? I don't know. I'm so jaded. Well, they should I, all stop. I'm... <laughs> Because it's like every, like half the things on social media, you know those aren't like their initial things. The only thing that's initial is our unboxing video, and there's a reason that never got released. <laughs> honestly, Arisha, you being the biggest Kanye West fan is like honestly grossing me out. Like you love him more than I love Sam Asghari. No. <laughs> I hate Kanye. I got to say that on record. I do not like this person. He's shitty. He's a, not a good person. But I'm just saying... These are not the things to drag him for. Yeah. There's so many other horrible things he's done. Anyway, sure. back to this. Um, Julia also said that Kanye ignored her all night at a club when they were celebrating her birthday. And the next morning, she sent him a text saying she wanted to break up. Mm -hmm. And so this is where that NDA comes into play. Not long (laughs) after she sent that breakup text, Julia claims that she was bombarded with texts and calls from Kanye about the unsigned NDA, which honestly is on him and his team. That's what I'm like. Why would you keep I mean, it's classic Kanye, where it's like, she isn't silenced. Yeah. He's like, okay. It's like, okay, yeah. well, you reap what you sell. Here you go. Yeah, that's on you. And according to Julia, Kanye said, I can't be friends with you if you don't sign it. And Julia says her reply to this was, I'll live, which I love. This was when I became a Julia stan, was this like exchange. Because it's like, that's the perfect response. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's check yeah. yourself, Kanye. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, this is Kanye West. Like, there's an assumption that this relationship would be a lot to handle. But compared to the life that she had before she became famous, it might have seemed like a walk in the park for her. I mean, she seems 
more or less unscathed coming out of the relationship. Yeah. If we want to call it a relationship, two months of, right, being told to get a boob job. I don't know if that's a relationship. (laughs) Um, But in her book, Julia does open up about her struggles with drug addiction, Mm -hmm. including how she got hooked on heroin. Yeah. She says she first tried it when she was 16, when a drug dealer handed her some at a house party, and she sprinkled it on her joint without knowing what it was, which that's a failure of dare. Dare told me what heroin was. <laughs> Not that I could identify it in like a drug roundup well, yeah. or lineup, well, but also just I wouldn't take drugs that some stranger handed me at a party yeah. either. You know, like that's probably the real takeaway, not being able to yeah. identify heroin. But Dare also taught you about marijuana and that hasn't stopped you. So, yeah. you know. Well, I did handle heroin on that road trip. Remember I like what? found that $20 bill and it had... There was like heroin I don't. wrapped up in aluminum foil in the middle. Oh, yes. When you were with your dad. And I thought it was gum. <laughs> yeah. And then the person <laughs> whose it was. And I thought she was excited about the $20 bill, but she wanted the drugs back. So I was an inadvertent yeah. dealer. Wow. You've lived a life. That's for sure. Yeah. And I didn't know it was heroin. So <laughs> dare failed me too, I guess. Yeah. Um. So... From that point on, when she used heroin, she said she basically used it on and off into her 20s. Mm. She even overdosed once, and she had to be saved by paramedics. And Julia also wrote about using drugs while she was working, like when she was filming Anka Jams. She says she got sick from some, quote, bad pills before the first day of shooting. Um, But luckily in the scene they were filming, her character was supposed to have, like, been out all night, so it worked out. And I guess Josh Safdie was like wow, she's such a method actor for not sleeping or whatever. But I don't think he really knew what was actually going on then. He was like, now you're Um, my muse. Exactly. such good acting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And before shooting a scene with Adam Sandler, Julia says she sniffed, quote, a whole bunch of Roxy's right before. So for anyone who isn't up on their drug slang, Roxy is a nickname for oxycodone, which is usually prescribed for pain management. Yeah. And during an appearance on Monday's episode of Good Morning America, Julia made it clear that she is not running from her past drug use. There's one thing that I'm sure of is that I'm just not ashamed of it. The only difference is that I'm here and I'm alive and I can tell my story. Like some of my best friends are not here today. That's how I honor them. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, drug use is especially heroin. Uh, I know, I think your hometown is dealing with it. I know my hometown and adjacent hometowns. It's a real epidemic and it is awful. I mean, drug addiction is awful. Addiction is awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's great that she's talking about it because there is this like, there's this like stigma. There is shame. Addiction in general, there's a lot of shame attached to it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there is a path out of it for people. And I Mm -hmm. think it's great when People have made it out. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, Richie's, we weren't kidding before when we said that Julia Fox has led a life and a half. So yeah. she was born in Italy, which I always forget. I know. And she moved to New York City with her dad when she was six years old, leaving behind her mom, her brother, and her grandfather. And when she was in New York with her dad, they only had her dad's small pension to get by in the Big Apple And it sounds like life in New York was just filled with dysfunction for her, at least in the beginning. Yeah. So um, Julia writes about a time when they ran out of candy at home. So she drank cough syrup instead, which not a equal trade. I know. It's like if you (laughs) I would think coming at this, it's like 
I want candy. We don't have candy. Okay, I'm not going to have candy. It, it seems wild that it's like, we'll have cough syrup instead. You're telling me that Arisha Kathleen Skidmore Williams would be like, oh, well, we're out of candy. I'm going to bed. If there were no Reese's, you'd be like, okay, fine. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't drink cough syrup. I mean, I would set the house on fire for sure. Yeah, exactly. But cough syrup tastes yeah, terrible. But I do, I guess, get the line of thinking like, oh, this is cherry flavored or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. sweet, you know, but. Yeah. Um, and then when she was 18, she got arrested after getting busted with two fake IDs. And one of the requirements of her probation was to get a job. Mm-hmm. So while she was looking for a job, she saw a post on Craigslist advertising a dominatrix dungeon hiring. And she applied. She got the job. Her dom name was Valentina. Solid classic name. Yeah, yeah. And she wrote about her experience with her first client who was nicknamed Smoking Stewart. And he was fully naked except for a black rubber mask on his face. And she wrote, I watch in stunned silence as he attaches a rubber tube to the mask's mouthpiece and explains in a distorted voice that I am to chain smoke the cigarettes and blow the smoke through the tube, which will be in his mouth. It's like gross. I. I get the heebie-jeebies just with that visual. I know. Yeah. There's something about a mask, especially like a rubber mask I know. on a face. It's true. It's just... It's, it's weird. It's like It's Law and Order creepy. SVU in like the worst scenes. Don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. And she's 18. Like... I know. Oh, yeah. my God. Um. So, Julia, she's opening a lot in her new memoir. Brooke, what do you make of everything that she's revealed so far? Are people going to want to read this? Is this going to fly off the shelves? Britney Spears memoir style? (laughs) I think a lot of people are going to be interested just in the Kanye stuff alone because that was so public. I think people want to know the the behind-the-scenes scoop on that. Yeah. But, I mean, it sounds super interesting. I got to say, like, when she first kind of came on the scene dating Kanye, I was like— What's her deal? You know, she seems, I don't get it, the whole vocal fry and the uncut jobs and all of that. But I've really (laughs) grown to love her because I think she's just, she's so real and raw and she's open and she just doesn't Mm -hmm. give a shit. And I really love that about her. Like when she did that video about her apartment in New York and how it's just like still a small apartment and she's like, this is just where I live. Like, I don't know. I just, I really love her. I just think she's, she is who she is and she is proud of that. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. She's unapologetically herself. Yes. And I mean, you know, she's not everyone's cup of tea, which is fine. Nobody is. I always forget she has a kid. I know. Like when she did that apartment tour or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, she gets a lot of hate. Like just anytime, you know, there's a post about her, there's a lot of comments, especially with her choice in attire. Um, Yeah. And I, I applaud her for continuing to be who she is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. Are you going to are you going to read this? Listen to the book? I might listen to it if there's an audio version. Will I use my eyes? Absolutely not. Well, we have a plane ride coming. That's true. So, that is true. Yeah. We got a 3-hour plane ride this weekend. So, so is that your way of saying you don't want to speak to me on the plane? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally, you're getting it. God, how many hints do I have to drop? Fingers crossed no one booked that middle seat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cross those fingers and toes from Wondery. I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.
Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And be sure to follow us on all socials at Arisha Skidmore Williams and at Brooke Sifrin. We love connecting with you. And we're also now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.